Hey there, my name is Jordan and this is Views from the 8%. Today we're here to talk about something that many of us experience, but a lot of us don't even have a name for, and that is imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists even when you have evidence of your success, you have evidence of your competence. And some symptoms include chronic self-doubt, sense of being a fraud that outweighs any feeling of success that you've had, and being unable to internalize your accomplishments. And imposter syndrome really impacts people with oppressed identities the most. So for example, black women. Um, black women are black in a white dominated society and women in a male dominated society. So I know that we have a lot of experience with these feelings of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is not just someone experiencing low self-esteem or a lack of confidence. It's actually been shown to be connected with people that are perfectionists or people that are highly successful. I personally do not identify as a perfectionist. I feel like as long as something's done and it gets the job done, then I'm cool. I don't need to worry about it anymore. But I do know that when I start to feel these feelings of imposter syndrome creep up, then if something, if I have to get something done and it's not perfect, I feel like it's the end of the world. I feel like it's the end of my career, at least. So I definitely see how it can be um, misconstrued or interchanged, but they're definitely two separate feelings. I feel like I'm very confident in my abilities in general, but there are certain rooms or situations where regardless it's near impossible to feel like I belong. Um, I'm a black woman. Every person I work with is several years older than me and I carry a role that carries a lot of responsibility. Sometimes it can be hard to feel like you really deserve to be where you are even if you have all the evidence that shows you do. I walk into a lot of rooms where I'm one of few people of color. I'm the youngest in the room. There's lawyers, there's educational advocates, there's upset parents, there's exasperated teachers, etc. And that can definitely be overwhelming and intimidating, especially as a fresh SLP or literally to anybody. It's not even just that. I mean, just like even being in the field, honestly, or just like being on social media or on Instagram, there's a C of white SLP influencers. So it's kind of like, why would anybody want to listen to me? I'm definitely not the typical SLP role model. Um, and then I really think about it and I'm like, I guess that's kind of the point. So um, even though it can be uncomfortable, that doesn't mean you don't belong. That doesn't mean you're not needed. It doesn't mean you're not necessary. Um, and it's good to be different. I mean, we tell kids that all the time, or at least I do. I hope people tell kids that it's okay to be different. It's good to be different. It's good to have a different perspective. And that's what we bring to the table. That doesn't mean you're an imposter. Imposter syndrome can sound like a lot of things. Like, I must not fail. I feel like a fake. Or, no, nah, I just got lucky in attributing your success to other factors, even though you were the one that put in the work. Um, or just downplaying your success. Like, no, it's not even a big deal. When really it is. Like, Nobody else knows what you had to overcome to get to be where you are today. And everything you overcame is something to celebrate. Everything that got you here to where you are has prepared you in a way that it, that it has not prepared anybody else at the table or anybody else in the room. So use what you get from those experiences. Use what you have, the knowledge that you've gained from experiences that other people don't have. Um, and 
a lot of times when it comes to people of color, like we don't get the same opportunities that people with more access or more privilege have. And that's fine. They learn things in their own way. But we, the, the experiences that we have, that doesn't mean that they're discredited. That doesn't mean that we didn't bring or get things that we can take with us from those experiences and bring into our career, bring into the speech room, bring into the classroom, whenever we're doing. That doesn't mean that we can't use what we've learned, even if it wasn't in a traditional sense. So today I have seven tips to navigate through imposter syndrome, which have helped me when I remember to use them, which may be a rare occasion, but I'm working on it. And I know that they help, so hopefully me giving them to you will help me use them as well. The first one is recognizing imposter feelings as they emerge. Um, awareness is really the first step to anything in life, I believe, but being aware of the feelings as they're happening is going to make a big difference. So if I walk into the room and I start to feel something, I might think to myself, right now I feel like I don't belong because I'm the only woman, I'm the only black person, or I'm the youngest in the room. I acknowledge that I'm feeling that way, but that doesn't mean what I'm feeling is true. That doesn't mean that anybody else is thinking what I'm thinking right now. Step number two, reframe your thoughts. You can reframe your thoughts by reminding yourself that literally nobody knows everything. It's okay to not know everything. And on top of that, it's okay to make mistakes. The same grace that you give to others and understanding like everybody makes a mistake, it's okay to make a mistake. Why can't you give that to yourself? On top of that, you will continue to learn on the way. You will learn every step of the way. Nobody steps into a role knowing exactly how to fulfill it. That would be impossible. So give yourself some grace. Show yourself some mercy. Reframe those thoughts. It's okay to feel that way, but I know that it's not true because X, Y, and Z. Or I know that I'm feeling this way, but it's okay because I can make mistakes and I can learn as I go. It's okay to do that. Tip number three, talk about your feelings. Go to therapy. I'm a huge advocate for going to therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy. I don't care if you're the healthiest. I don't care if you're the saddest. I don't care if you feel like you have nothing to talk about. I promise you do. Everybody has an area where we can grow. So talk about your feelings. Go to therapy. Find somebody that you can confide in. And like I said, this is a very widespread phenomenon. It's estimated that about 70% of people have felt imposter syndrome or will feel those feelings at some point in their life. So reaching out to somebody and talking about it can be very helpful. Maybe they have some more tips and something that you feel like can be really beneficial to you personally. So open up, be vulnerable, um, and remember that vulnerability is strength. Tip number four is to remember that failure is a learning opportunity. The only real failure is giving up. If you don't give up and you fail, that means you just try again and you take what you learned from last time, do better the next time, and you're successful. So how are you really a failure? The only failure is giving up, not trying, because then there's no opportunity for you to continue to succeed. Now, this doesn't mean staying in a situation that's unhealthy or staying in an environment or workplace that is toxic or that you just don't feel is the right fit. This means that you've been in tough situations, you've overcame tough situations, you've lived through all your hardest days, and you've continued to overcome things. And this is just another step on the ladder. You are capable, you are intelligent, you are competent. And these are the things that you should remind yourself. Tip number five is to stay focused on the present. 
This is really the key to a lot of things, but especially this. If you're worried about how something is going to go wrong in the future or how you messed up something in the past, then you're inevitably going to mess up something in the present. Stay focused, conquer what you're doing, and conquer the day, and then just wake up tomorrow and do the same thing again. If you do a little something and make a little progress on a daily basis, it's amazing what the end result is. Set your goals, make them realistic and timely and smart, as we all know, smart goals, and you'll get your job done. Stay focused, stay in the present. Tip number six, remember that the more you do something, the better at it you'll be. I remember going into my first IEP meeting when I was with, um, I was in graduate school, I was with my supervisor, and it was the first time I had to read out assessment results, and I had the paper assessment in front of me, and my hands were literally just shaking, like, (laughs) I was so nervous, I couldn't even flip the pages, and it was crazy because the assessment was actually great, and I know the report was great. All I had to do was talk about it, but there was something about being in this new environment, and I felt so intimidated, and I was so nervous, and I always think about that day because now it's a breeze. Like I still I still get a little nervous because obviously I want to do a good job, and I want um, the parents to feel like they're supported and do everything I can, so I'm nervous in a different way, um, but it's definitely become easier, and it gets easier every time, so if it's hard now... The more you do it, the better it gets. And tip number seven is to be kind to yourself. You are entitled to make mistakes just as anyone else is, like I said. You deserve forgiveness. Speak to yourself in the way that you would speak to your friends. I remember when I first heard that and I started really thinking about the way that I was I was talking to myself in a way that I wouldn't even think about my friends. And I was like, something has to change. This is not the way that it should be. I should be the nicest to myself, if anything. I mean, that makes the most sense to me. So be aware of that. Um, really catch those thoughts when they happen, as they arise. If you feel yourself telling yourself something mean or cruel or something you wouldn't say to your friends, don't say it. Reframe it. Think of another way to express what you're feeling, but be kind to yourself and give yourself grace. So I actually found a scale that you can take to see how intensely you identify with imposter syndrome. And I'll make sure I have the link in the bio and description so you can see if what you are feeling relates to this and if these tips will be helpful for you and see how intensely uh, the experience of imposter syndrome is. I was honestly shocked and surprised (laughs) at how severe my imposter syndrome is, but I'm hoping that this will encourage me to start using these tips as well. I know it's not always easy, but it's important for us to internalize our success. It's important for us to understand that we put in the work to get to where we are and we deserve to wear that on our chest like everybody else does. And I don't think it's fair to us and to ourselves that we're so hard on us and we expect perfection and we don't do that for others. So remember that you are not an imposter. You're completely capable and competent in anything you don't know, you are capable of learning. And that's what's important. So to recap, the seven tips are, one, recognize your imposter feelings as they emerge. Two, reframe your thoughts. Three, talk about your feelings. Four, remember that failure is a learning opportunity. Five, stay focused on your goals. Six, Remember that the more you do something, the better at it you get. And number seven, be kind to yourself. 
I hope these tips are helpful for you and I hope that you can put them to use. Let me know if they are helpful and if they're beneficial and if you use them and when you use them and how you use them and we can help each other out. Like, comment, subscribe, review. Let's talk about this and discuss the best ways to overcome imposter syndrome. And we can also talk about why the system perpetuates imposter syndrome in the first place. Maybe a conversation for another episode. You deserve your seat, you earned your position, and you earned your title. Remember that every time you walk into the room and carry all of your experiences, traditional or untraditional, in the room with you. Carry everything you've learned and bring your new perspective to the table. You are not an imposter. You are necessary. And thank you for listening to Views from the 8%.